Boys to men, honestly, you can sue us. Please, please. That yeah. should be removed from the internet yeah, immediately. immediately. <laughs> scrubbed immediately. Okay, let's let's get out of here. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Hello! Welcome back to the Emotional Slot Podcast with SJ Sun. And Woody Foo. Hey! Hi, everybody. How's everybody? Um, how's everybody? How's everybody? Good? How are you? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah. We were just talking a second ago before we started recording about uh, the concept of Asian parents saying something is too complicated. Like, they don't want to get into something because it's too complicated or it's, it's too much of a bother. So an example of how I think this comes up is when... And my mom is really against ordering food. Mm. She's always like, why would you order food when you can eat what's in the refrigerator? And I'm like, because there's no food. (laughs) Like, right, simple. But she's like, yeah, but still, like, there's like a tomato. We can eat that. Yeah, there's like like a slice of cheese that only has a little bit of mold on it. Exactly, you just cut it out. You cut that off. And so she came to visit me in my apartment. And I was like, I'm just going to order, like, Chinese food or Thai food. Mm -hmm. And then she was, like, freaking out about how that is too, like, it's too complicated. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you busy our lives with that? Mm-hmm. And it kind of has to do with money. Like, why are you spending money on food? Mm-hmm. You should and it's never. also, why are you putting all these resources into this unnecessary thing when it's just, when it's just putting food to keep your body going? Food is just fuel. It's just fuel. It's not luxury or pleasure. It's just sustenance. And even if it was luxury or, pr- or pleasure, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. No <laughs> one should be happy. You should just be like solemnly nodding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no smile. Wait, so what is, what is the Korean actual phrase? So it's like, I think what it is is it's it's pokjape. Mm-hmm. So like something is pokjape means it's like it's so busy and complicated. Mm-hmm. Like like your outfit could be pokjape looking kind of mm-hmm. like there's just too much going on mm-hmm. in that context. But like so the idea of like ordering food to feed ourselves when we're really hungry is too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> Because it involves so many steps of picking up a phone, calling yeah. somebody. Then you activate a whole other person. You impinge upon you their activate. bullshit. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're having their whole life just like, and they don't want your money. They, they don't, don't want to work. Like, yeah. And Why are you bothering making, them? Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I wonder if it's like more to do with like the money aspect of it. Like, because I think there's this like frugality with food is like, mm-hmm. you should always be getting the best price. Mm-hmm. And like, you should buy be buying like 10 heads of cabbage for $10. I think it's a frugality thing, but it's also a don't draw attention to yourself thing like I don't deserve <laughs> don't to let be, seamless know don't let people see me because you're saying an outfit can be that right it's, yeah. less, it's like it's flashy okay. or it's unnecessary <laughs> and it's like and it's it's tacky or gauche to like need something almost mm, mm-hmm. you know uh, or to like bother somebody else with your needs you mm, know mm-hmm. so like because in Chinese there's yeah. two versions of this there's fuza, which means like mm-hmm. t- um it's I, it's kind of like too complicated. Okay. Uh, like it's it's almost like I can't even explain it to you because it's too complicated. Okay. And then there's ma fan, which is like annoying or problems, like creating a problem. Oh. It's the root of it is like why are you creating a problem? Uh-huh. You know what I mean with your needs. Got <laughs> <laughs> with your stupid fucking needs, emotional, physical, or otherwise. Oh my gosh, Fu Zhao. Fu Zha. Fu Zha. And Ma Fan. Can I say it in a Bruce Lee accent? Sure. Can you? 
<laughs> can you? The question is, though, can you? I'm not going to because okay. I will literally just shit my pants out of fear. Well, I guess the answer is you can't. Great. You awesome. cannot. Cool. Uh, answer that question. So now all you do is figure out what the Japanese version of that is. It's eggplantu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, wait, there's an in-joke because that's how you say eggplant in Japanese, yeah. right? It's eggplantu. Eggplantu. How do you say it in Chinese? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. You know. We did this game already. I didn't know it for... We did this in a in a cab ride with Yumi and Fumi. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know the Chinese version of, of eggplant. It's definitely eggplantu. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Korean is probably It's one of those words that's just across the board. Yeah, it yeah. Is, it I is, mean, how do you say orange? Orange is... Um, orange. Juzu. Oh, okay. Yeah. For me, it's kyul or orangey. It is kyul. Very kyul, <laughs> dude. Very kyul. Kyul, dude. Kyul. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that, that's the, uh, that there is some crossover between Korean and Chinese complications mm-hmm. and, like, attending to one's needs. Yeah. And how you shouldn't. And how you should not do that. You should not <laughs> attend to your needs. In fact, you should be embarrassed that you have needs to begin with. Yeah, so my mom and I got into a huge fight that day about... It, it, it started with the whole thing about um, ordering food and it being kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. And then it like kind of like unraveled into something else. But um, I don't know. So like kind of my whole life, I never want to be complicated. Like yes. I have a lot of stories like this growing yeah. up where like I just want to kind of kind of fade into the wallpaper. Right. You know, it gives you a complex. It's all about totally. not wanting to take up space yeah. and not feeling like you are entitled to advocate for yourself yeah or that your needs are even real needs it's it gets to a point where you gaslight yourself Mm -hmm. and before you like as i do this all the time where i won't ask for something because i'll be like i can figure this out on my own first Mm -hmm. and so my instinct is to not ask for help ever i know and that's like not you it's in high school and college you should not be doing that you should just always be asking for help because if you try to figure shit on your own you don't know anything i know you have no basis of knowledge i would never go to after hours things in college yeah. when professors are like hey oh. <laughs> do you need academic help because this subject is hard yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't because i'm because of this you're self-sustaining uh, yeah this whole thing was totally unexamined i literally would never go and that's why i like literally failed out of econ oh, freshman year in college my gosh this is so sad um okay can i also like, say one thing um this reminds me of like i had a really big victory yesterday where i did ask for help in that i bought um some frozen fruit from food town mm-hmm. and it was like six dollars which i think is kind of expensive because mm-hmm. like anything above five dollars is expensive <laughs> to me <laughs> for anything anything and like even my macbook air too much mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um i noticed on the receipt i did pay for it but i didn't get it mm. so then i was like oh my god like what do i do do i call them mm-hmm. and i uh i just took the froze i took the receipt i went to food town and i showed them the receipt mm-hmm. and then they said okay we believe you and i was like oh my god you believe me? <laughs> like i i was so worried that they wouldn't believe me you know which mm-hmm. is also a whole nother complex and then they're like great so go get the frozen fruit and i'm like I can do that. Yeah. And they're like, I'm yeah. not, I'm, you're not going to watch me on the security monitor and make sure I'm not stealing from exactly. you. Exactly. Because my thought is they're going to think I, this is a whole ruse that I planned mm-hmm. for weeks mm-hmm. for this six dollar fruit. And then I just, I got it. And then I, and they're like, okay, have a good day. And I was like, Oh my God. And I walked out of there Yeah, and I can't forget that moment yesterday, last yeah. week. It's a big win. It's a big win. I, I had the opposite of that, <laughs> which is, I guess you would call a big loss, okay. which is uh, the other day I was like, I want potato chips. And so I went to the, my, I have a bougie deli. Which is a need. You had a need. need and a want. And I'm entitled to it as a human being. 
Um, I have a grocery, I have a bougie grocery shop across the street, but they were closed. So I, there's another one. There's like a much more, the like, people's bodega, a hole in the wall bodega mm-hmm. um, on my corner. So I went to that one instead and I got some chips and I come home and I open it up and I bite. I'm like, oh, these are bad. And I oh. look at the expiration date. It expired literally five months ago. Oh. These chips expired five months ago. And the, the, you, you know, Bags of chips are 100% preservatives. Yeah. So in order for it to taste bad, it's really bad. It takes a lot of work. And um, the guy who owns this bodega is like an Indian guy who is like clearly an immigrant. Uh-huh. And like the place is falling apart. And I'm like, I'm not going to go back and be like, <laughs> hey, um, where's my $2.50 back? You know uh-huh. what I mean? I, and I just threw it in the garbage. I was like, well, this is just a loss. This is uh, just because I'm not. A sunken cost. A sunken cost. What am I going to do? Go back and argue for $2.50 or. And that was a case of like the the time off and the two the taifuza like ah. the the it's just too much like right. what, there's nothing to gain I'm not I don't want more chips yeah. I don't want to get my money back and honestly if this guy this struggling guy can sell a two dollar fifty bag of expired chip to somebody else yeah he should keep that money he's <laughs> he's hurting this guy's hurting oh man so did you throw it out right outside the bodega I threw it out in no I brought it home and I ate it and it's like disgusting I threw it out and then later my girlfriend came home and she's like oh Woody threw out this entire bag of chips <laughs> and she ate one she's like oh bad oh bad. man yeah Oh my gosh. Okay. So you kind of just were like, you ate it. You were, you, you ate it like yeah. literally. I ate shit yeah. bitter, uh, metaphorically as well as literally. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Emotional slut. Emotional slut. SJ and Woody. Okay. So here's the thing about me is okay. I am a member of easily a dozen Asian American groups on Facebook, mm-hmm. like pages groups and so forth. Um, <laughs> and, and they're all like the same four words, but yes. scrambled up. Like yeah. Asian American... Performer, actor, actor alliance. Yeah, Asian alliance. American Actors Association. Allies, AAPI yeah. <laughs> plus Asian. Right. And there's also uh, subtle Asian traits and all of its many, many offshoots. Mm-hmm. Now there's like subtle Asian everything. Mm-hmm. So one group is called Subtle Asian Mental Health, which I'm a, group, a member of. Okay. And there's a post by this guy Joseph Lamb and he created this card game called Parents Are Human Uh, and basically it's like a card game that are conversation prompts that you um, have with your parent with your immigrant parents Mm -hmm. if you're um, Asian American to um, catalyze a conversation yeah so like an example would be like what's the most beautiful place you've seen in the world mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of clever I think because it, it sidesteps I feel like because parents are Asian parents, or at least my Asian parents, would be like time off, and I'm not going to get into this story. Like, who cares? Yeah. Whereas if you put it, put the onus on a card, uh-huh. then it like sidesteps it, you know? Right. So, and this guy wrote Joseph wrote this whole huge epic series of blog entries about why he did this. And basically, the, the short version of it is mm-hmm. he um, he had like a bad year where his long term girlfriend broke up with him. This app he was working on fell apart. He had to move back in with his parents. And he realized that he has a very toxic and negative, angry relationship with his parents. He's always like lashing out at them. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like nodding my head in agreement as I was reading. I was like, yes, yes, yeah. go on. And so um, he then set to work repairing his relationship like exhaustively with his parents. So he wrote this huge letter in which he like um, told them everything that he feel, felt about them and then like read it to them over the phone while weeping publicly on the street. Yeah. And 
also, and then set to repair it like methodically, like an Asian American would. <laughs> like my understanding is that he had like an accountability group with like three other Asian Americans who were like, "Okay, we're all gonna work on our parents' relationship, and like this week, what'd you do? Uh-huh. What are we gonna do? And like we're all gonna do it." Yeah. And then he documented all of this in blog entries, uh, and I was reading it, and I fell into this deep dive where I was like, "Oh yeah. my god, this guy." Did the did work. It. He did. Yeah. <laughs> this guy did the work. He yeah. fully did the work. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately, of course, start thinking of my own relationship with my parents because the things initiated with like his 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 emotional reason for starting was I don't want it to be too late. Mm-hmm. Obviously, something that. Yeah, because our I parents think, are getting old. Yes. Yeah. And so I saw that and I was like, yeah, sure, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's on parentsarehuman.com and that's the name of the card game. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he has like 30 lessons that he's like, he's written every lesson like a tweet. There's yeah. like a punch, there's not a punchline, but it's just like, everything is written like a Gen Z would. Okay, yeah. also he's like 20. Yeah, he's like 20, he's, yeah. zero, 20 negative he's 5 tw- years old. He's 15 years old. He just has like the little baby face, but he's also like the smartest and most proactive right. person no, yeah, I've yeah. ever I, met. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like we're making fun of him for being twenty five, but actually we're like all insanely jealous because yes. he's like work. He's already ahead of the curve with this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I can see how this really like pulled at your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. I only read the first like nine tenths. Mm-hmm. There's one tenth I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, he, he did a lot of work. He like did. he owns up to a lot of stuff about how he's been so angry at them for years mm. and like has been lashing out at ha- them. And then he also reverts to his like 10 year old self yes. when he's a- around yeah. them, which I identify with big time. Yeah. And then he realized like that they didn't deserve that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is that they've, his parents have just like tolerated it. They've mm-hmm. never been like, Hey, you have an attitude problem. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he recognized how unhappy he was mm-hmm. with his relationship with them. Um, yeah, he hit cre- bottom. Yeah. Like takes and, a lot and, of yeah. um, reflection. So I, I wonder, I mean, he must go to therapy, right? He must. He absolutely must. I mean, to your point, if he's a Gen Z Asian, he absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He definitely has like the app or he's incredibly like, uh, emotionally regulated. Well, he says not. that he hadn't cried in like over a decade. Mm-hmm. And then once he read this letter to his parents, like it apologizing, yeah. it all came out. See, yeah, there's a thing. I mean, part of it is that parts of it don't apply to me. So, for example, his mom, he says, is like, was is a little more emotional than my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and his dad is like a happy go lucky guy. And my dad is like pure anxiety. Yeah, it's like a very, it's a, that's a good sample set of parent to mm-hmm. work off of. Yeah. <laughs> like to have kind of an emotionally available mom mm-hmm. is like a huge huge game changer Mm -hmm. yeah yeah because i've i mean i've never seen my mom cry for example Mm. and so she does not lead with emotion yeah she's very very practical yeah uh and my dad is just worries about everything all the time Mm -hmm. and i i definitely like revert to child um like angry child mode but i think a lot of actually uh truthfully during quarantine when i lived near my parents a lot of that was repaired because I think I, I mean oh, I read really? I read these blog entries and I got very down on myself because I'm like this guy's doing the work I'm not mm. I am the example of what's gonna the bad example of what's gonna happen if you don't repair your relationship with your parents mm-hmm. but then uh, my girl was like no but you you have actively worked on your relationship with your parents like especially this summer and like mm-hmm. there I th- I think it's true that my relationship with my parents is much better now mm. um, because of a lot of things that he talks about his blog entries which is like be curious don't just jump to a place where you're like, ugh, I know what you're going to say and it's stupid and I already know that I disagree with it. Yeah. You know, which I do a lot. Mm-hmm. And to more just be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to actually listen to what you're saying and actually like 
let it affect me and think about it, mm-hmm. you know, as I would anybody else. Because one of his things is, you know, he would be, he would treat his parents like shit in a way that he wouldn't treat anyone else. Yes, right. And he noticed that. He's like, why am I always like changing my entire personality for just my parents? Mm-hmm. And like, <laughs> then he comes to the conclusion that he should show up to, uh, to his like to his parents the way he does to his friends mm. which i kind of disagree with because like <laughs> i don't think you have to be that mm-hmm. like flat mm-hmm. like and open mm-hmm. there i under like there are some things with parents that you right of course it varies your... it varies depending on your relationship to your parents obviously. yeah yeah but i think well first of all you have to be content with your relationship with yourself right yeah before anybody else and then that the second like layer of that out is your parents yeah and then the second layer out of that or the third layer out from that is like your immediate circle of friends. And then like it kind of comes out, out, mm. out from that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I am up and down with myself in the same way that I'm up and down with my parents. Mm. Oh, so it like follows the pattern. Yeah. I mean, I can beat myself up and I can be, it's it's harder for me to uh, acknowledge good things that I've accomplished because mm-hmm. I'm always like uh, troubleshooting and thinking like what's wrong how can I fix this how can this be you know like yeah how is my career how can I better my career or my whatever like I, I focus on the negatives because my mom is very critical and so like that's mm-hmm. how I, I that's how I immediately start evaluating things yeah so you can only really treat yourself better like you recognize the, the the relationship and so like one of them has to be I do but it's hard it is because you're you know your immediate instinct is always like this one thing and you're like okay I have to check that mm-hmm. and then be like okay actually I, I need to be like more compassionate or curious about this yeah which means not following your body's immediate instinctual reaction I know the whole curiosity thing of it it's like I feel like sometimes your parents can really surprise you so for example mm-hmm. he read this letter and then he said that he like vows to do better mm-hmm. and his parents totally heard him and said, we're going to try to be better too. Whatever that, that means. That to me is insane. That is insane that they heard him and didn't just walk out of the room. <laughs> like my, my dad would like maybe walk out of the room. Like, yeah. Or I don't know. I'm actually not sure. That's the thing. Is I'm that like, sure. that's why it's, it's uncharted territory. You know what I mean? You're really taking a risk. Yes. I mean, it's just the same as like confronting a friend about something. It's mm-hmm. like a confrontation. Oh, but even sort of. deeper than that, because it's your parents. Like they uh, yeah. raised you. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. I've had times where my parents have sort of. Um, they, I, I've tried to like confront them or be more emotionally available as mm-hmm. an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, here's who I am as an adult. Are you? Do you get it? Mm-hmm. And like, they've surprised me. We're mm-hmm. like, no, I do understand. Yeah. Um, I did send my dad a birthday card like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think it was for his 670th birthday. Mm-hmm. And I hand wrote it on the train. And I was like crying while writing it too. Mm-hmm. I was going to their house. Mm-hmm. And I wrote like, dear Appa, like, um, I kind of was like what he said, like, mm-hmm. thank you for raising me. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for th- all the things. Mm-hmm. And... I would really like to be close to you and mm. I hope we can continue to be close mm. with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where this language comes. I didn't mm-hmm. workshop this with my therapist. Mm-hmm. It just came out of me and I wrote it and then I just like put it in the envelope and then I gave it to him and he didn't read it when um, I gave it to him. Mm-hmm. But then, <laughs> then I come back like a month later to their house and I see that card mm-hmm. is on the fireplace mantle yeah and oh it's like in a place of honor 
of honor, but also anyone can read it. <laughs> There's no privacy. I'm like, but that was like really personal. And you're just going to put it. He might as well have like uploaded it to his Facebook. Was he proud of it? Is that why he was like, or he's just like, this is where birthday cards go. No, I think he was proud of it. Mm-hmm. I, it, it meant a lot to me, but it also made me feel very exposed because yeah. that means my mom and my brother and any person who comes to the house can read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I, I can be like, I imagine the conversation me being like, Appa, why did you put that? Like, that was mm. really, like, private. And I'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. It was nice. Yeah. I liked it. And I, it's a nice thing, and I want to be reminded of it, and that's why it's there. I know, but now everyone thinks that, like, we had some crazy falling out. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But anyway, that was yeah. an example of me, like, sort of trying to bridge a gap with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it worked. Like, I think it worked. He, you know, started buying me more technology, which is his <laughs> love language. Right. Yeah, wasn't it, like, the next month you got, like, the brand new iPhone or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. He, like, got me the iPhone XR. <laughs> But that's because we do like the two for one deal deal at yeah, Costco, yeah, like yeah, every yeah. fucking whatever years. But you know, like uh, glass screen protectors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like wires, mm. like USB Various wires. wires. <laughs> yeah, that all came your Christmas of the car. stock. Your Christmas stocking is just filled with USB cords it's of various so sizes crazy. and shapes. Yeah, and now I need a USB C cord. Sure, right yeah, now absolutely. that I have the MacBook Air. Absolutely. So I told him that, and mm-hmm. now he's clocked it in his brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so as long as Mac keeps changing their <laughs> USB technology, you'll still have a relationship with your dad. Exactly, exactly. It all like depends on Apple. So anyway, all this to say. It worked for me in certain ways. I mean, you've done it too. You tried to, you did this whole interview series with your dad during the pandemic summer. During quarantine, yeah. We talked about it on the podcast last mm -hmm, year. mm -hmm. Yeah, I interviewed my dad in terms, like, I talked about family history with my dad. And he, like, told me, like, uh, an in-depth historical narrative about how his parents like came to America. And it's like fucking pachinko, but it Chinese. Is, we it called it pa Chinese. Pa, pa, pa Chinese, yo. Pa Chinese, yo. It was such a stupid. <laughs> and then you put that in the podcast description. I'm like, Woody, no one's going to get that. I was like, this is a winner. This is a winner. <laughs> this title is a winner. Uh, now, to, now to write my memoir. Pa, pa Chinese, yo. Pa Chinese, yo. It works on two levels because pa means dad. You get oh, it, SJ? You get it, SJ? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, no, so you did that whole thing, interview series, and he told you about his fucking uh, uh, life story. His life story, And then yeah. this guy, Nathan... Uh, Joseph Lamb. <laughs> Joseph Lamb. I was going to say Nathan Yam, <laughs> but it's actually... No, this, am I racist? Nathan I mean, here's Lamb. the thing. Uh, yes, you are racist, but Joseph also... Lamb. all. All Asian American names are all the same thing. You know what I mean? It's always like Stanley Chen or Albert Yee or like. Okay, you're only that's Alan. only true because you're saying that, and now you're backing it up with random names. <laughs> People have lots of different names. Just like the first name for guys is always like Alan. kind of like yeah, it's it's always for a name Chinese that's People a little it's bit Alan. not cool, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like dorky. Alan, Albert. <laughs> uh, for Koreans, it gets a little more uh, religious. Biblical, so you get your Peter, you get David, your Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Pauls. Tons of Asian Pauls. Tons of Pauls, yeah. Um, Thomas, a lot, of Asian, a lot of Korean Thomases. I hope no white people are listening to this because they cannot repeat. Like, this is only for Asian people. Yeah, yeah, people. for us, by us. But also, it's, <laughs> that's why um, Japanese names are cool because they have so many syllables. Yeah, right. You know? Like, um, I grew up with a uh, Katsura Tanakawa. Ooh. And I'm like, that is a dope name. But you know, everyone's going to be saying it like that and he's going to have to suffer from, like, being that that intonation. Like, Tabada, Tabada, Tanakawa. Yeah. For me, it was like um, Su Jung Sun, right? But mm-hmm. they would be like, uh, like, 
like for real i'm not kidding you it wasn't even there was no irony to it like hey isn't this so racist mm-hmm. it wasn't that it right. was just like literally and i'd be like yeah and i'd be like oh my god that's a hot white guy i should probably like smile at his fucking racist joke oh my god um but you didn't have to deal with that no i definitely did You're my, what legal, my legal name is meng sing I know, but so that means if there's a substitute teacher, oh. they have the role, and it like literally says like yeah. But everyone calls food. you Woody. They don't go like oh Woody, Wah. They don't do that. <laughs> no, but there. I mean, I get versions of it because because a lot of times people will be like, "Wait, isn't your real name Ming Sing?" And I'm like, "Yes." And they're Why like, "Tell me the story." <laughs> yeah, and I tell them the story, and then the, and then I have like these well-intentioned white friends story. who are like. I'm going to make it a point to call you to only Meng call Sing. you Meng Sing, not your like Asian American like oh God, you know put upon name. Um. Okay. Well. Anyway, back to let's let's not enter this trauma because name trauma is a whole another episode. Right. 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 Um. But this back whole to thing, Joseph Lamb, Joseph Lamb, who was the point of this whole show. Um. Uh, some examples of the questions that he has in this d- deck of cards is like, what is your favorite food? Mm. Just to even ask your mom that. Mm-hmm. There's so much behind that because mm-hmm. he asked his mom and mm-hmm. then she talks about the Cultural Revolution yes. and how there was like the Great Chinese Famine. It yes. was literally called the Great Chinese Famine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, part of that is, and this is why GCF. I would be impatient. GCF. Greatest, greatest common factor. That's a math thing, right? Oh, greatest common factor. What does that mean? It's like 24 and 16. What's the greatest common factor? Okay. Six. What does that mean in, in the context of like intergenerational? <laughs> it's not six. Intergenerational? <laughs> SJ, as usual, I have no idea what the (laughs) hell you're blathering about. I'm trying to do a math problem while you're talking, and then I'm like, I'm already checking the work. It's three. 24 and six. You sound like a crazy person. Okay, all right, all right. So, the greatest common... I mean, great... What's it called? The great Chinese... The great Great Chinese Chinese famine. famine. Go on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What I was going to say is that this is part of the impatience that I used to have with my dad, which is like... I'd be like, hey, I have a question. And then he'd be like, well, and then provide like an epic amount of back context. Uh, uh-huh. And I would get, ugh, I just want to know the answer to this one question, right. not like why the cultural revolution happened. <sighs> but to them, it's like important that you know that. Yeah. And like one early switch for me was like, oh, that's just my dad trying to like convey his point of view about it, which involves you knowing all this backstory. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's sort of why all the AAPI stop hate social media like posts mm-hmm. are so long because they need to provide backstory about right. vincent chin right right yeah. they're like you want to talk about yeah yeah you know yeah. hashtag stop stop asian, asian hate. hate yeah it's like so right. um but yeah no that's uh this is like a I, I think this is like a really great game you know i and think i'm like, gonna get it honestly yeah i sort of want to get it also mm-hmm. it's like 25 dollars but it's to only get- in chinese right now it's only in Chinese. Yeah. I will ask Joseph to make this in Korean, please. And all of the other other ang- Asian languages. I think there's 52 of them. Mm-hmm. So please um, get to work. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but shout out to Joseph Lamb for making this. Because honestly, this is... It's it t- it's one of those things that when I, when I was reading the blog post, it felt revolutionary, but also like very intimate. And like it drew upon emotions that I intimately understood. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this guy just did it it's like it's always it was always there for anyone to do and this guy did it yeah and that's the thing it's like put your 
money to where your mouth is mm-hmm. or put your pen to where your mouth is mm-hmm. put, put your, your paper put, to eat your, your eat your pen eat your pen and then d- spit it out mm-hmm. that's why when you eat your pen it's mightier than when you eat your sword <laughs> there we go yeah. that's so good Thank you're you. so good Thank you. um yeah so he did it he did the thing mm-hmm. he actually like it's like when someone's like i want to make this web series about like two friends in new york city and they're like kooky and like it's about their love problems yeah and then it's like but then they never do it mm. and then broad city comes out mm. and you're like oh yeah 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 so um yeah no i i i really respect and also you know what i appreciate his vulnerability yeah. too he's like incredibly vulnerable in this whole blog post blog.parentsarehuman.com mm-hmm. and um i don't know we just need stuff like this yeah check it out y'all Yay. Yay. It's hey. time for emotional slug confessions. confessions. Um, this is a part of the show where we read uh, true uh, stories of dating disasters or emotional outbursts submitted by you, the listener, uh, on our website, sjandwoody.com, and we talk about them. So um, today is a confession written by um, a guy, and so I will read it because I'm a guy. Cool. Nice. Here we go. I love how that works out. Mm -hmm. Back in high school, there was a girl I really liked, though she made it clear she wasn't interested in entering a relationship with me. She was, however, more than willing to experiment with me sexually. Mm. For context, I'm part and she's fully Chinese. She was the first girl I got to second base with, the first girl I ever fingered, and the Mm. first girl I ever went down on. Mm. Because we were kids and didn't really know what we were doing, we fooled around in some unfortunately public places, (laughs) like the woods next to an ice rink parking lot, behind our school, and once... Her parents' car while they went inside to get groceries. Oh my god. The worst instance, though, had to have been the time that my parents took her and I to the beach. We were making out grossly the whole drive up, and on the way back, since we'd gotten all hot and bothered on the beach, oh. I fingered her through her swimsuit. We at least had good enough sense to cover up our legs with a beach towel, but I can't believe I was so bold as to try something with my parents in the front seat. They didn't say anything while this was happening, so I assumed that we'd kept quiet, but I definitely felt bad about it afterwards and apologized to them for being, quote, so publicly affectionate, (laughs) even if I didn't fully confess what I'd done. In the end, I went off to college in New York while this girl stayed in our hometown and we drifted apart, though we did fool around once when I came home to visit, which is nice. Ah, yes. The end. The end. Okay. Interesting. Oh, my God. I'm feeling so many feelings about this because, like, I love public shit. You like, like PDA or, or like or like getting away with something sexy Getting away with something sexy in mm-hmm. public. Well, this coming from uh, uh, cat hospital finger butt. Yeah. Well, that happened. And there's like a nice, it's high school. So there's this like nice, mm. I don't know. I already see there's this. innocence. Yeah. And it's like all in um, Instagram filter mm-hmm. Amaro or Valencia. You know what I mean? Everything's in that color. And it's also like Not Hefe, grainy. Though. Hefe is only for murder scenes. Hefe is disgusting. Isn't Hefe the one that's black and white? <laughs> no, Hefe is like a very like, uh, it, it's like very like comic booky. It's very like. Oh, okay. Um, I like Perpetua also, if we're still talking about Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is so sweet. I wonder how old he is now. But um, the first girl I got into a relationship with, I mean, it's interesting that he calls himself I'm part. Mm-hmm. I've never heard someone say that. I'm part. Part, part Asian. Don't you say like biracial? Yeah, or you say Hapa. I think Hapa is the preferred term. Um, interesting. 
But uh, this is hot. This is very sexy. It's very hot. Like, are you into this stuff? In high school, I never, like, I didn't even kiss a girl. I'm a super late bloomer. I didn't even kiss a girl until I was the last day of freshman year in college. So for this dude to be, like, through a swimsuit finger blasting someone is wild to me. And the fact that they're both Asian, I'm like, Whoa. yeah. Wait, did that happen in the car or on the beach? I think it happened in the car. It it happened. Well, yeah, yeah. The the swimsuit thing was, he fingered through her through her swimsuit in the car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's crazy to me. That is really crazy. But I feel like I have done that before. Not like with exa- your parents close by. Yeah. I mean, I've been in my parents' bedroom with a guy, and then my parents were just outside in the living room eating like a hot soup meal like I remember being so embarrassed because I used to live in this tiny apartment in my Mm -hmm. senior year and so Korean people like we like to sit on the floor oh so do like Chinese people so do like Asian people yeah we have this little thing called a sang and the sang is like a little table and it's like made out of wood and you eat you know usually (laughs) hot fucking soup (laughs) Off of it for dinner. Boiling hot cauldrons of soup. Literally boiling hot and in the summer too. So then I remember my like white boyfriend at the time comes over and like (laughs) my parents are like sitting on the floor eating boiling hot soup like in their undershirts and like Mm -hmm. sweating. Mm -hmm. They're at 100% Asian. They're at no fucking shame. I'm like you should be ashamed. And then I'm like oh yeah let's just like go to my parents bedroom which is literally like two feet away. How old were you again? This This is when I was senior in high school. So it's two feet away and then like we're basically like trying to have sex while my dad is eating noodles like i just couldn't stop thinking about it the whole time yeah yeah i would not be able to i mean that's the thing is that this guy is sitting there and he's like fingering this girl through her swimsuit underneath a towel and And that's hot because it's like spandex it's like latex spandex and you're like oh yeah this is stretchy and it does make it a little more innocent too you know what i mean than like that's just straight up flesh flesh yeah 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 (laughs) And literally, you're in in the backseat of a car while your parents are driving and, like, listening to music or, like, the radio and, like, talking and, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me. It's doable. Mm -hmm. It's like you could, but it's, like, actually a good situation Mm because they're facing forward. Right. They're not going to turn back unless they want to offer you. But they can look in the rearview mirror, you know what I mean? Ah. Especially if you don't keep, if you're not as cool as a cucumber and they're like, what's going on? Yeah. If they even get a little bit suspicious, it's all over, right? Yeah. Wait, so have you done any, like, public um, sex stuff? Like, and it could be, like, private in public. Yes. Like, in the woods, next to the ice skating rink, like he said. I have. Although, I here's the thing. I don't like it because... Um, oh, my God. I think I talked to you about this before. Yeah. On I, the I, Williamsburg Bridge. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like it because... I can't enjoy it. I can't relax enough to enjoy it. So for me, there's no yeah. there's no voyeuristic like thrill of like we're gonna get away with doing something in public, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which I understand is pretty much the point of doing it. Yeah. And for me, it's like, wait, why are we doing this in public when we could do it like in a bedroom and I have way more control and like I can enjoy myself because I can fully relax. Yeah. Because I don't want like some dude on a bike to come by and yell something and throw a can at my head. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> that's that that like takes you out of the whole thing immediately yeah, yeah um and so like here and there yeah like there one like i hooked up with a girl in the bathroom one time like a, in a like we were in a club and then we we're like in the bathroom stall yeah maybe we we're gonna have sex and i was like wait th- i don't i don't want this because it was the end of the night oh that's the other thing it was the end of the night and so like the the people who were closing the bar were coming like last call you know what i mean yeah. and we're like about oh, to maybe God. have sex yeah. which is like 
you can't pull that off. You yeah. know what I mean? Not in any way that's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I also think that maybe when you're younger, you just like don't care as much about like comfort. Mm-hmm. You know I, think I, mean? it, I think it's like, also like how desperate are you to have sex? Because it's like, this is it. Because, like, when I was younger, I would do stupid shit like that. Like, not stupid, but, you know, more, like, risky. And also, mm-hmm. I didn't think that there would be real consequences mm-hmm. or whatever. But also, it didn't... I was so curious about sex and stuff that I didn't even know that I prefer to be, you know, in warm temperatures. Or, like, to be wearing socks. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have those preferences yet. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm older and I have preferences, I know what I want. Right. Well, as you get older, you you know what you like sexually, right? And yeah. So, more and more. And so you want to, part of that for me is like, oh, I want to be comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want to like worry about like a bunch of X factors that I have no control over. Yeah. And part of that is, you know, being more conservative and being like, I want to be in a bedroom oh or my God. whatever. Okay. So I'm reading this amazing book. I have to talk about it. It's called Come As You Are. Mm-hmm. Every woman and man mm-hmm. should fucking read it. Mm-hmm. Come As You Are. Mm-hmm. And it's like a stupid cover of like a coin purse that's opening. So it looks like a vagina. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But um, she talks about how, yeah, comfort is key. And like there's been studies done where like women can orgasm um, more, I don't know, maybe like, not better or like they can have yeah more easily if they're wearing socks Mm. have you ever heard this no i've never heard this before either but apparently like several studies showed this Mm -hmm. but it all goes back to the fact that you want to be comfortable yes and if your brain is like working on this idea oh man my my feet are like this feels good but my feet are kind of cold yeah that takes you out of it, it takes you out of it yes, and yeah. so then you're sending energy towards your feet yeah. or if you're like oh you're i'm in the middle of sex and i don't want to cut a fart <laughs> you know what i mean that idea Ew, cut a fart starts That's such an aggressive language woody a cut a fart people say cut the cheese it's this is in the common nomenclature oh god okay all but right. you know what i mean is like if you start thinking about anything that's distracting it can start overtaking your brain yeah, I know. So now I'm like, you know, I have a sex date tonight mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to wear socks mm-hmm. and gloves. <laughs> maybe all so my extremities. twice as fast. <laughs> I'm going to wear a hat, socks I'm going to wear a mocap suit, except only my vagina will be exposed. Yeah, I'm going to do like a, what is it? Crotchless mocap <laughs> suit. Also, what is a mocap suit? It's just like the green screen suit where you're like head to toe. <laughs> In like the green thing and you have yeah. like little, little little ping pong balls exactly. on you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so like when you're shooting a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm going to yeah. get that but with the pussy cut out. Exactly, and then exactly. That way I'm very warm everywhere. But yeah, then what and if you I'm... come immediately because <laughs> you're like, I'm just so comfortable in this mocap suit. I mean, it's kind of like being in one of those anti-gravity water baths, right? I've never been in that. But you know what I'm talking about, that thing. The anti-gravity water bath? It's like a water bath that is set to exactly the temperature of your body. Mm-hmm. And then it, there's salt in it. So it forces you to float. Mm. So you're actually floating. There's mm-hmm. no gravity uh, pulling you one or one direction or another. They do it in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Remember? I, I there's that. Stranger Things. You are such a guy that would watch Stranger Things. You're yeah. literally wearing a Stranger Things outfit. But I'm like also right contrarian. And so that's why I will never watch Stranger All right. Things. You will in 10 years. You will. Because Woody is still watching Breaking Bad. FYI, everyone. Email him and shame him. Gosh, I wonder how this ends up. <laughs> What's going to happen to Walter White? 10 years. He's going to be like, have you heard of Stranger Things? I'm in a bath right now. <laughs> Remember episode three, season two of the podcast? You were right. <laughs> 
and then I will have one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but anyway, that that's the, it's like this bath where like you're just like basically in space, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so I bet you you could probably come really fast if you had sex in a salt bath. In the salt bath where you're not. What's the, what's the natural salt bath? Isn't there like one? Uh, uh, the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The Dead Sea. The Dead Sea. I mean, that would hurt. Yo, y'all should bang in the Dead Sea. <laughs> that would hurt so bad. Like your dick just in salt. In salt water. Fucking, that hurts, right? I mean, it would eventually when it, dry, when oh. it dries up. Oh, it would also, dry while it was happening. Oh my God. Ooh, it would be very painful. No, you, I'm not, I'm just saying like, if you're trying... We're just trying to be as comfortable as possible. Right. Right. So, you know, warm. You want to be warm. You want to be like. Yeah, it's about relaxation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so to me, like a lot of the uh, excitement that you get from PD of getting away with something like in this story, it's like we're getting away with it. That's the thrill. Yeah. Right. Especially with your parents there. It's like, oh, my God. Oh one my God. one false move and like the whole thing. I mean, if your parents, have your parents ever um, walked in on you or anything? Having sex? Or like anything. Like any sort of sex. My, I think my dad almost walked in on me masturbating one time. Oh, my God. Ew. Maybe, but I mean, I'm sure that happens all the time. Happen, and I shouldn't like, shame you. It almost happened. But sex no you know i wish it wasn't such a shameful topic for like parent between obviously it's gonna be weird no matter what mm-hmm. but like our culture makes it so mm-hmm. i just cringed at mm-hmm. you being like oh yeah my dad almost walked in on me masturbating when like that is something that everyone fucking does right. and it should be like part of the dialogue well i mean i don't talk about sex with my parents at all yeah i wouldn't expect you guys to yeah <laughs> i mean do you do you have any kind of like talk about like no well once my mom I was telling my mom that I wanted to go on birth control when I was in college. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's because of my periods. And she believed me. Oh, so that was your workaround. That was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure. The thing is, I got to think that she knows what I'm saying. But she also. But also, they. I think our parents choose to ignore it. They do. If you give them that out, they'll take the out. It's the same thing with the um, the parents of human card game. It's like, oh, this is a symbolic thing that takes the heat for it. it, it so I don't me... have to ask too. These questions don't have to get too in depth. Yeah, it's terrible. Just okay. Accept it at face value. My my ex boyfriend got me a, a fucking glass dildo one time in the shape of a dolphin. It looked like a dolphin, but it was glass. But it was a dildo. And it looked very much so like things. a dildo. There mm-hmm. were too many things. And then um, my mom came to visit my house in New Orleans when I was living in New Orleans. She cleaned my house while I was at work. Mm-hmm. And, and she then like, hmm. she put the dolphin dildo on the fireplace mantle. <laughs> Just like my dad had put my prized birthday card <laughs> on the mantle. <laughs> she put it on the mantle and she didn't say anything about it. Like, I just came home to a clean home and that's, my dildo out. That's so insane. It was just... Meaning... Okay, so... I'm so upset about what, it. I'm so, so upset. Okay, so put yourself in the mind of your mom. She's cleaning up. Oh, what's this thing? Why is it in SJ's, like, you know, drawer? Yeah, in, side table like, drawer. Yeah, that's in like, the back of her side table drawer, covered beautiful. up with things. Yeah, this should be on public display exactly. because it's a glass object. What a shame. It, yeah. yeah. It's like one of those, like, Swarovski crystals. It's it like, did... I mean... But the gall- the dolphin's fin was exactly where it's supposed to hit your G-spot, too. So it's like very, it's placed. I mean, you know what? Maybe I mean, a dick is like a I, dolphin. I, I, <laughs> maybe what's, what is what? You know, the maybe. The thing is, is that it is, it was enough of a piece of art. The dolphin thing was enough of a piece of art that your mom was like, yeah, it's art. If it wasn't dolphin, if it had been one thing less, if it was just a straight up. <laughs> It wasn't dildo? dolphin. Yeah, because we were saying before it's like too many things. But if it was just a straight up dildo, I 
I don't know what she would, she would never have, you know, she never would have confronted me about it. Right. I mean, dude, she's probably listening to this podcast right <laughs> now. I'm not kidding you. Whatever. What can I do about it? I'm not going to bring it um, up. If, if she is listening to it, it was um, a decoration. It was. It's yeah. just a decoration. <laughs> don't Google what the word dildo means. It means decoration. Of course. Honestly, like with this story, a pretty wholesome and positive, sex positive story, I think. I like this story because if I read this when I was in high school or something. It would give you I, hope. Yeah. And I would be like, maybe I'll try that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Speaking of, have you heard of reddit.com? There is this, everyone should go to Chicks Flicks. Mm-hmm. It's like a subreddit. It's like C-H-I-X-X Flicks. Mm-hmm. And it's women post porn videos across the internet mm-hmm. that they like and that they think are like hot mm-hmm. from a woman's perspective mm-hmm. and not male gazy. Mm-hmm. And so I was going through it and I was like, oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. It's like an amalgamation or what do you call it? It's like six, a vetted. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 And so it, I, I was going through that and it's like, I was, <laughs> this is stupid, but like. <laughs> Monday in the middle of the day I was like watching these videos <laughs> and I was like oh here are some ideas for things that I want to do mm-hmm. and no one's ever shown these videos to me I've only been watching like seven dicks in one pussy yeah, want to yeah. watch it come in 30 seconds and I'm like oh god so I'm like you know what I mean so I saw this and I'm like so happy I feel inspired I feel like I learned something from a subreddit oh, man. if you like that video you got to check out eight dicks in one pussy oh god Jesus Christ. So I'm just saying that this confession is basically chicks flicks. Mm-hmm. It's hot. Yeah. Also, when you're in high school, this is like, that's the dream, man. To be able to like finger someone through a swimsuit is like, like that's, that's the <laughs> top of the mountain as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Emotional slut. Available on Spotify and all platforms. Shots, 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 We're done. Three wise men. <laughs> is that the name of the artist? No, that's Lil John. Oh, but three, three wise men, men is, is shots. It's like uh, uh, Jack Daniels, Jim Oh, Jim Beam, Beam and, and something else. It's a uh, name. Woody Foo. And Woody Foo. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have my own gin line, you guys. Woody Foo oh gin. Oh, God. Um, yay. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, if you want to find out more information about us, you can follow us on Instagram at SJ and Woody or at Woody Foo or at SJ Sun, uh, my son. Oh, my God. Wait, let me do it again. At SJ Sun, my son. Perfect. Or google.com. Mm-hmm. Google us. You can check us out at google.com. <laughs> Follow us on Google.com. Mm-hmm. And interstitial music for this episode was provided by Minutes Unlimited. Hey-o. Thank you very much. Uh, Mitchna is one half of that, and he's very good. Hapa. Oh, okay. Hapa artist. Hapa musical artist. Hashtag Hapa. Represent. Um, if you guys have stories, your own stories, emotional slot outbursts, please submit them to us on our website, sjandwoody.com. Yes, we would love to hear them and read them and analyze them and then be like, hmm. Hmm. This makes me think about my own experience. Exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Um, Until next time, please remember to... Take a shit and then wipe twice. And then one more time just for safety. Just a third time. Even though you don't need the third time, wipe the third time just to make sure. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.